gospel message. Today's gospel message is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, a verse that we're all very familiar with. And it reads, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I don't know why that verse just came to me again today, but what it told me was that if God has not given us a spirit of fear, that means there is such a thing as a spirit of fear. And if we don't get it from God, that means it's possible to get it from somewhere else. So where does the spirit of fear come from? And what does the spirit of fear do? Again, and let us not confuse the fear being referred to here with the fear of the Lord. Because in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, we're told, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. See, the fear of the Lord is different. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is different because that is the spirit that comes directly from God. God, the Holy Spirit, because God says, this is a spirit that shall rest upon him, him being Christ. And of course, if we are recipients of the grace of Christ, that means that that spirit, whatever spirit that is on Christ is also on us. As the Bible tells us, the spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead shall also be in you. So every spirit that dwells or dwells in Christ Jesus by way of our receiving his body and his blood for the propitiation of our sins, that same spirit of God also rests upon us. So the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord is the spirit that leads us into knowing who God is and reverencing God as God should be reverenced. Is the spirit that leads us into the knowledge of the word of God, the living word of God, which has power and which has life, that is able to now translate to us, to reveal to us experimentally what God is saying to us, what God is communicating to us. And there is a power that comes with the word of God. And that power, it is, it is, I'm not even going to say equivalent to, is greater. Remember in the Bible when, when we're told that people came in touch with angels, when the angels of God came to visit people and the angels were so mighty that it caused those who were being visited to put their face to the ground and they trembled in fear. This is just for an angel. How much more the spirit of the living God himself so this is a God that should be reverenced. He is the, 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 the God that is love, the mercy side of God, the compassion side of God, the, 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 the loving kindness side of God is the side of God that causes us to just really treat him with disrepute, and with and with irreverence because the, this god that the bible tells us is a consuming fire and this god that that the bible tells us that it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living god this god is a mighty and great god and the triviality a lot of times with which we regard this god is 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 is, is terrible 
He is a God that should be reverenced because of who he is, because of what he is, because of how he is, because of where he is, and what we have to come to understand by the revelation of his Holy Spirit that he can do. So this is a different fear of God. It is reverence. It is the fear that comes with understanding. It is the fear that comes with wisdom. It is a fear that comes with knowledge to reverence God and give him the acknowledgement that he's due. Give him the respect, the accolades, the, the bowing our face down to the ground that he is due. Because there's a lot of reverence that we give to human dignitaries either for fear of what they will do to us if we don't give them that reverence or for, or, or for the desire of what we want to gain from them by, by virtue of, of brown-nosing to give them the reverence. But the fact remains that we give this reverence to humans. How much more God, the creator of all mankind. So that fear is different. So this fear in, in, in the book of Timothy that we talked about is a different kind of fear. It's the kind of fear that draws our attention away from who our God is and what our God can do and makes us put that fear on some other force, some other uh, uh, entity per se. Because the Bible also tells us, he says, do not be afraid of those that can only kill the flesh, but be afraid of, of he who can destroy the, the, the flesh and the spirit in hellfire. But this fear, the fear in, in 2 Timothy, is that fear that makes us want to just be afraid of of, of the powers of darkness. Let's, let's call it what it is. The fear of, oh, this, this thing can do this to me. This thing or this person can take this from me. That spirit of fear, if you know who your God is, if we know who our God is, the God who created principalities and power, the God who created the iron and the ironmonger, if we know our God and trust and believe that our God is bigger than all those things, then we will not fear those things. The spirit of fear that comes from a lack of awareness, a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding, a, 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 a lying spirit that causes us to misdirect our, our reverence and our awe to something that yet has been given power, but its power does not even come close to the power, to the power of our God. That is the spirit of fear. And God is telling us in this second Timothy that that fear does not come from him. If anything, that fear comes from the absence of knowing God. That fear comes from the absence of the presence of God in our lives. That fear comes from the absence of the spirit of truth who reveals all the truth of God to us. And the, and the, and the truth of God tells us who God is, how big God is, how mighty God is, the omnipotent God, the omniscient God, the omnipresent God that was before, that, that exists outside of time, creator of all things, seen and unseen, even principalities and powers. This is the God that the spirit of truth reveals to us. So when the spirit of truth reveals that God to us, what, how can we fear anything else? How can we even cringe at anything else? Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid when I know who my God is? 
But we cannot have that knowledge of God if we're not seeking him. If we're not seeking to know him, if we're not seeking to walk in him, if we're not seeking to abide him. And that is when the spirit of fear with the small s tends to now have dominion over us. Because we have not acknowledged the one true living God. But God is reminding us again that when we have this fear of people, of principalities and powers, no matter what they have done, no matter what they say, no matter what they threaten, no matter what they have displayed, when we find ourselves being afraid of what they can do to us, now, mind you, this is not when we're living our lives recklessly. This is not when we're living our lives in disobedience, in willful disobedience. This is not when we're living our lives carnally or in ignorance. The ignorance that does not enable us to, to, to receive of the grace that has been given to us that we might know this God, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he had sent. Because this is what John 17 tells us that is everlasting life. And this is life everlasting, that they might know thee, the one true God. And Jesus Christ, whom you have said, when we don't have that, that's when we are now left exposed and naked and vulnerable. And the enemy, through his lies, through his deceits, through the power that has been given to him, can now do things to us to cause us to be afraid. But our God is revealing to us and reminding us once again that spirit of fear does not come from him. And if only we would recognize. And take hold of the spirit of the Holy Spirit that he has given to us to now reveal all things to us. If only we would acknowledge the spirit of the living God. If only that we would surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ who has already shed his blood to wipe away our sins. To give us a new life. To renew us in him. If only we would receive and partake of the grace of God. In Christ Jesus, would we now come to understand that that spirit of fear with the small s is nothing compared to the mighty hand of our living God. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if we're walking around afraid of this, afraid of that, afraid of everything that we can be afraid of, then we have not known the true reverence and power of the almighty God. And it is my prayer that we come to know who our God is. We come to understand the might, awesomeness, and power of our God. And we come to humble ourselves with the meek and repentant and contrite spirit so that we might receive the cleansing of the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the baptism of of the Holy Spirit that will now lead us into the knowledge of God, lead us into the understanding of God, his power and his might, so that we will now reject that spirit of fear with the assurance and the knowledge that it can do nothing to us as long as we are under the arm of the Almighty God. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.